On this week's episode, we talk about drive-ins, how good modern home media has gotten, and finally, Corey confesses to paying to see Shark Tale in theaters. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Tell it to the judge. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Halftone Takes. High contrast conversations where we zoom out to see the bigger picture. I'm one of your hosts, gently playing the entertainer on a piano in a movie theater, Adam Bucheri. And with me, as always, is my other co-host. <laughs> I am the other co-host, uh, Corey Revis, a.k.a. Punjab the Butler. Let's go to the movies. <laughs> Let's indeed. <laughs> Let's go to the movies. Buddha says... Okay, I, I don't have anything after that. I do not know. <laughs> I don't know this reference. So. Okay, <laughs> you've never seen the movie Annie. Annie, like the 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 musical. Yeah, from uh, the movie is from the eighties. Um, no, I'm such a fake fan. Like I, no, it's listened fun. to I, a bunch of the songs, but I've never actually seen the I, movie. That's, uh, believe it or not, that's one of my favorite uh, musicals is Annie. Mm. But um, mm. yeah, I I. When you said movies, I immediately thought of Annie and that whole sequence of "Let's go to the movies." Oh, sure. And then I thought of Punjab and how it's not <laughs> how that is one of the most racist depictions of things I've ever seen in my life. But it's also still really funny, in my opinion. So, how does he stack up against uh, Mickey Rooney and Breakfast at Tiffany's? Oh, uh, hmm, hmm. Hmm. That's a rough one. That it, was a it is rough because it, here's the thing. Mick uh, he Mickey Breakfast at Tiffany's is weird because I'm like, that's just okay, this is gonna sound really bad for our audience, but this that's just classic racism. <laughs> oh but, it's it's that classic it's racism. classic. The classic racism. But uh Punjab is just an insult to everybody because it's not only the wrong <laughs> the wrong ethnicity. Uh-huh. Because uh-huh. that guy is clearly black, but he's all but it's Punjab is supposed to be Indian. Mm-hmm. But Punjab is not a na- is a name of a place, not a person. <laughs> but so the Punjab is actually just an Indian place, and actually, is it? I looked this up like a long time ago. Anyway, we're getting off the topic because all I thought about that is just Punjab, and it's funny <laughs> to me. I love the I love the thing that he says at like towards the end of the movie. It's like Buddha says, "A child without courage." Is like a light without stars. Come. <laughs> what does that even the- mean? <laughs> 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 well, as you know from uh, reading the ed name of the episode that you downloaded and clicked on. Uh, I didn't uh, read podcast it. What is it? Spotify what or are we doing? Uh, whatever podcast I didn't read your it. choice. I have no uh, idea what we're doing. We are talking about movie theaters oh, today. That's what we're doing. I knew what we were doing. Movie but theater <laughs> experience. <laughs> now, what is that, Drek? <laughs> Uh, that was uh, Clayface from the Harley Quinn show, oh, who's always yep. talking about yeah. the theater. <laughs> the theater. <laughs> uh, 
But uh, yeah, we're talking about what is the deal with that big dark room that you go into with a bunch of strangers. (laughs) (laughs) And then you just spend a couple hours together. (laughs) We're not at the club? No, we are at the club. They just had her play Nausicaa in the Valley of the Wind at the club. Hey, let's not go too far into that because I want to get into that. <laughs> Bro, if they had Nausicaa in the Valley of the Wind playing at a club, I'd be uh, way more likely to go. Man, you, maybe. <laughs> it still might be sus. Oh, it still would not be my scene. Uh, my scene being a bubble bath. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm my scene is not a bubble bath, but it's I'm I I aged out of clubs, man. I oh, did yeah. I High did effort. go to a couple clubs beforehand, but one thing that always killed me was the money. I don't want to pay a cover charge just to yeah. walk in the door and then pay 20 bucks just for a half a drink. Are you kidding me? No, I'm sure that inflation has made that more reasonable. Uh, it, it depends on where you go cuz some clubs are actually classy. But those Ooh. clubs cost a lot to get in. So like Chippendales. <laughs> those are the clubs that you used to go to, right? We saw, <laughs> right? We, watched, uh, we watched Welcome to Chippendales starring Kumail Nanjiani. Yes. Uh, really fun show. Uh, genuinely made me go like, fuck. This seems like a really good time. I would have fun there. <laughs> You've never see Now, here's the thing. Like I said, this just proves the point of people saying, I would never go to a club. Sure you would. You ever been to a like a gay club? Oh, mm-hmm. I would go to that. Of course you would. Shut up. You. It's all about what you're into. There yeah. are clubs for everybody. There are furry clubs out there, guys. There are furry clubs. God damn it. <laughs> and yet you say, oh, I'm, I would never be caught in a club. No, you would never be caught into a movie club. Club uh, Hollywood <laughs> mo- Hollywood clubs are stupid. <laughs> That's why nobody thinks they would be in a club. So, well, let me tell you that movie club at my high school was fucking lame. <laughs> Boo! Boo! We're Shut talking up. about movie theaters. The big questions <laughs> that I want to talk about today are uh, the big screen experience versus the small screen experience. Mm. Uh, Different types of theater experiences, which is a question that's deliberately kind of ambiguously worded. I'm interested to see how you interpret that. Okay. And then uh, memorable experiences that you've had, because you've certainly told me about a a good number of them that are just like, man, I wish I was there for that. That sounds pretty good. (laughs) Oh, I've... I I don't have a million of them, but I have I, I made a list of a whole bunch of them that uh, were poignant uh. for me, and not all of them are funny. Uh, some of them are very just like, you know, <laughs> lighthearted. But yeah, we'll get yeah, into yeah. that obviously. So, uh, before we get into subjectivity and just you know, our our personal feelings on things, uh, I wanted to ask you about. What do you feel are the differences between big screen versus small screen experiences? Okay. Like, under what circumstances do you feel the need to go see a movie in theaters? Okay. Um, okay, first things first. Let, let's ask the question. Um, uh, for both. For both reasons. But first and foremost, why the theater in the first place? Why mm-hmm. the movie theater? Um, so... 
And also, let's just begin by rejecting Martin Scorsese coming in and waving his hands nebulously and just being like, it's just magical, you guys. It's just magical. Like, we want to get into some real, <laughs> so, some real reasons. <laughs> Why do we go see the movies and the magic? Because they are. Okay, shut up. <laughs> well, I mean, great point. Hard to argue with that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um... And and I also want to uh, like push back that mainly for the idea of uh, people that are like people that give reasons as to why they don't go to the movies. And usually it has, I'd say eighty percent of the to do with money, and that's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. So let's take it back a couple years, okay? This is the reason. Why, in my opinion, let's take it back a couple years uh, when it's not as expensive and, you know, people are there are a little bit better movies. It doesn't there's doesn't it's not as much bloat or anything like that. Um, So the main reason why I go to the movies, um, it's more communal to me Mm -hmm. Um, and it's more of. I guess an event. Sure. Um, those are the main two reasons, but why? Um, this is why. I mean, even as I get older, I still go to the movies quite a bit. I try to, but I have definitely chilled on it because there. I don't feel there is enough, like you said, enough of a reason. Um, in my opinion, if you go to the movies, you want to have a good time. Um, mm. And you want to have a unique time, not only a good time, but a unique time. Um, if I'm seeing the same type of movie over and over, why am I in the olden days? We would just wait for it to come on like video and then go to the movie store and yep. just rent it and then see it as many times as you want or rent all, all the, you know, all the lot of the ones that came out all at the same time or whatever. So, you know, I usually try to go like for that reason. And I think, I think that's the main reason why a lot of people would still go because you don't really hear about it, but you, you know, why do people go to the movie theater? Well, the same reason why people go to drive-ins. <laughs> Which I, I mean, but like, can we even really say that uh, uh, to the vast majority of the audience? Because we are both from Pennsylvania, and Pennsylvania has, like, a weirdly high density of drive-in movie no, Yeah, theaters. that is true. Like, I, I feel like if you polled 100 people from across the United States, like, 95 of them have never had the opportunity to go to a to drive-in. Is that is that strictly a north northeastern thing? Or... I have no idea. Because... I'm like, you think about it. Where did Greece take place? <laughs> <laughs> the movie Greece? Yeah. Because okay. that had a drive-in scene in it. Um, At least I'm pretty sure. I mean, yeah, but it also took place in the 50s, and there were a lot more drive-ins in the 50s. I, I mean, I guess. So here's the thing is, if um, drive-ins were more prevalent, would people be more inclined to go to the theater? Because it's more of a communal slash inner slash personal experience because you're Mm, with a whole mm -hmm. bunch of people but at the same time you're kind of enclosed in your own space unless of course you want to do the cool thing and sit out on like the hood of your car and watch the movie of course but you know 
technology has jumped enough where you don't have those, you know, those like little radio things that you hook to the side of your car anymore. Now you just mm-hmm. they just blast it on a radio station. You're just like, yeah. oh, and you can blast it as much as you want or as little as you want or something like that. You can park wherever you want. You so what I'm saying is bring back drive ins. Um, but <laughs> Corey, what's the last movie that, that you eat? saw on the drive in? Uh, oh, good question. Uh, <laughs> this might be a little uh, embarrassing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it was probably Pirates 3. Ah, that was a pretty Pirates, good Pirates of the Caribbean 3. Yeah, yeah, but um, you also have to understand that uh, drive ins are I really, I never really had a uh reason to go to the drive-in with without going to the theater because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um usually I would go by myself and I would just go to the theater by myself but if you have multiple people that want to just have a good time just with each other and not necessarily with another crowd yeah like you know sitting by people or maybe you just don't want to deal with the whole kids thing because now we're getting to the negatives of theater stuff um like basically people um not always people sometimes it's a theater um you know having uh a bad time being super janky picture being off um sure i've been there done that sound being turned off yeah sound being desynced by like a half a second is (laughs) that ruins everything (laughs) oh that sucks so bad (laughs) it ruins everything (laughs) and you know so it's it's interesting um but then that gets me into why the small screen why would you wait Mm -hmm, uh mm -hmm. you know um obviously it's a more intimate experience um less cost that's another obvious one. Um, and yep. more variety. Um, you can watch multiple movies if you want to without p- paying anything. You don't have to wait in line. You don't have to do that. I've I've been to movie theaters where we've done um, like multiple showings of movies like in a row. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I forget. I Was it? the pirates movie no no it wasn't the pirates movie it was the batman movie i went with my sister oh, fun this was years ago um i went uh to see like the nolan batman movies and they played the third one it was like a they played the trilogy so we saw mm-hmm. one then two then three <laughs> one oh, after another that's a lot of movie yeah but it was for like the price of one movie so of course we were like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah this yeah. is fun and we had a good time because you know, there were a surprising amount of people that went. But I mean, like I said, though, it was the best deal ever for the price of one. We got to see three. And yeah. that's when the third one just came out. So it was a great time. But, um, you know, if you are if you don't want to stand in line, if you don't want to wait, that's a lot. That's another thing. A con when it comes to the movie theater. Sometimes you have to wait especially if there's a lot of people. I have a story about that later on in the <laughs> podcast. Um, but, you know, it, it it all depends on... Because then it gets to the idea of... The, that's like big screen versus small screen to me. But then it gets to the idea of how much is it worth it? 
How much is the movie totally. I'm seeing worth it? Um, so I, I'm guessing we're going to get into that later of the the movie theater, the types of movie theater experiences. But what do you have to say about all of this? Because you probably have more to say about you know some of the stuff. I'm just giving a broad perspective, and I can just zoom in on stuff that you want to specifically talk about the one that i'm surprised that you to bring up and maybe it's because you are going to roll it into the the next one for why see movies in theaters is uh impatience like you gotta see it now it just came out it's very important to me <laughs> to be able to be in the conversation and to have the movie spoiled on my own terms rather than hearing some jackass talk about it at work mm-hmm. you know that uh Definitely it's, is a motivating factor. It's definitely a FOMO uh, situation, so... Yeah. I think that, like, it's difficult to talk about uh, this in terms of, like, we're not trying to cover the totality of what going to the movie theater has been like. But here right now, um, you know, in, in the, the year of our Lord, 2023... Uh, it is kind of never been a worse value proposition for a couple <laughs> reasons. One is obviously expense. Uh, two, we all are bombarded by an endless stream of entertainment vying for our attention. Our attention is the most valuable currency that we have. Long gone are the days of, you know, the 90s where you're just like, I'm bored. <laughs> What do you want to do? Is like you want to hang out in a cool dark room for a couple hours, and it's just like actually that sounds pretty good. (laughs) Um, But also, and and this is a big one for me. TVs have just gotten really fucking good. Yeah, no more no more Memorex. I mean, the the days of is it Memorex? It's Memorex, isn't it? I have no idea. Is that a brand of TV or is that a brand of VHS? It's a brand of TV. It's a brand of TV and I don't think I'm right. Somebody's (laughs) going to call me out in the comment section on this and say, it's not Memorex, you ass. It's something else. I'm like, I don't remember. It's going to be me calling you out. I'm going to fact check you and then I'm actually you. (laughs) Yeah. Then I'm going to reach through the screen and choke you like Bart Simpson. But... Like, the point is that, like, uh, what people who weren't there for it probably don't realize is what a significant jump in visual quality it was from VHS to DVD, where people were just like, oh, my God, I got to rebuy my entire movie collection. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. What do you mean this is all in widescreen instead of, like, pan and scan? Full screen, yeah. Oh, the full screen experience. That was dire. That was a bleak way to watch a film. Well, we didn't know. Well, that's the thing. We didn't notice. We didn't even notice back then until... Because that was the big... That was, like you were talking about, like, it Mm. was... The big difference back then between the theater experience and the home experience is the home experience was strictly full screen. The uh, theater experience was widescreen, <laughs> like you, almost you all the time. You might be able to find, you know, letterboxed copies of it, but due to the fact of the potential resolution, yeah. that just meant that you were losing a ton of the screen, which was also not a great option. Yep. So, I mean, I think that it's really difficult to to understate 
how wide of a gulf there was between like the theater experience and the home viewing experience up until around when we were in college. Like, I feel like the advent of the flat screen over, Mm. you know, uh, was like a major turning point when we started getting HD resolutions and then we started getting HDR and then we started getting ultra HD resolutions, man, the media formats are improving. And it's like, I'm sure that there are benefits to like 8k and stuff, but progressive 4k here in the, the modern world. I'm like, this is good enough. This is all I need. Like, this is awesome. Hey, spoiler alert. That's all anybody usually ever needs is 4K. Um, 8K is 8K. You start getting into recording uh, situations. What mm-hmm. is better for recording content? Um, usually for video games, the the higher you go, the easier it is to, you know, to render that in another uh, like situation like youtube for twitch Mm -hmm. streaming or something like that that's all that that's all that really means which is why you hear so many gamers complaining about "Ah, resolution resolution a lot of that has to do with like uh uh compression algorithms for broadcasting you know yeah uh because yeah uh friend of the show moon hi moon Uh, uh hello moon uh likes to stream uh these very long play uh, video games where Oof. he'll be like here's an eight hour video of me <laughs> doing pure platinum on bayonetta one while explaining all of the mechanics in the game in ultra depth i would watch that actually <laughs> yeah you can it's extremely available oh is it is it done oh, oh i yeah, thought you yeah, were yeah. just like he's he's doing this right now i'm like oh I'll wait no he's, he's got a lot of them Ooh. uh but like it's good content i think he's a cool guy you should check out his work on YouTube at Triple S Moon. But um, like we've definitely had conversations about just like if he records the source footage in 1080 and then tries to broadcast Ouch. it through the algorithm, Ouch. the algorithm just makes it unwatchable. Yep. I, I'm sorry, Ouch. when I say the algorithm, I mean the compression algorithm, not like yeah. the, the nebulous YouTube algorithm that dictates our lives. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> Unless, of course, you're not on YouTube, in which case it doesn't dictate your life. But who's not on YouTube now? But uh, so. yeah, but like once he started recording at even like 1440 uh, higher resolutions, uh, it, st- it, it immediately was like a really measurable jump in yeah. visual clarity, uh, which is oh, important man. for those kind of games. Yeah, uh, because there is so much going on and because the movement is so important to them. Bit rate hell, as they like to say. Yeah, but. That's, you know, that that is related to, to what we're saying, but like specifically staying on movie theater, mm-hmm. um, like the the vast gulf between what home media looked like when we were in college versus the 4K UHD HDR version of Into the Spider-Verse that I downloaded <laughs> legally uh, <laughs> earlier this week. Nice catch. Good yeah, catch. No problem. No problem. FBI, don't at me. Uh, and then they break down your door. Uh, we heard what you did. I told you not to <laughs> at me. You said our name. Um, you summoned us. <laughs> but, uh, like, it's such an enormous difference in uh, uh, quality where it's like 4K is the point where it feels like. 
not as good as it gets. Like, I'm sure that it can get better. But -hmm. like you're saying, similar to like audiophiles who have like absolutely crazy sound systems that are so finely tuned that the problem becomes not like this is the best way to listen to music, but the problem becomes like, oh, they didn't record this right. So the the music that is recorded to the disc at the highest quality version of this that's available, like is letting down mm-hmm. the technology of my sound system, which is a weird, like putting the cart before the horse uh, philosophy that I don't gel with. Yeah. Well, it, it's it, a lot of it has to do with people being able to not only obtain, but afford these uh, mm-hmm. technologies, which was unheard of back in the day, unless you were some type of person working in the industry or something. And I'm talking like back in the days in like the 80s. Um, oh, I mean, like, yeah. I don't know if you ever had like a friend of a friend who had the crazy home theater. Well, I I, I did, but that wasn't uh-huh. a thing. Like, it was just like if you had to be wealthy or at least semi rich to get something like that. And then we all would go over to their house to watch movies or play games or something because they had it. Yeah. So, and that was back in the day before like internet fast internet was a thing too. Cause this is, Oh yeah. You know, we, everybody was chugging along with the select few people that had, Oh man, you got TSL. Are you crazy? Oh man. Damn mind. (laughs) Can you play, can you play, like, the original Half-Life on that? Yeah, boy. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) In that exact voice. (laughs) As a 13-year-old. Yeah, I remember going over to, you know, my dad had a rich friend and something, something, something. And you'd go over to his house and he had a 70-inch TV, (laughs) which was, like, bigger than, you know, the planet. At the time. Yeah. It was so insane. But the thing is, like, it was also as deep as it was tall. Like, Man, the logistics involved in just getting it into a room boggled the mind. I, I had a, I had a similar experience, I will tell you right now, because that just reminded me of years ago when I was a preteen or, you know, early teenager. Mm-hmm, I would go mm-hmm. over to a friend of the family's house and we were just hanging out. And they had a big screen TV like that. It was deep and wide. And we watched Indiana Jones uh, and the Temple of Doom on that. And that was one of the best times I ever had in my life. (laughs) (laughs) They were booming. It was awesome. I was like, this is crazy. It can't get any better than this. (laughs) (laughs) Which, uh, yeah, like I've talked about that sentiment. And it's just like, it's always your brain lying to you. But I think there is some truth to like the I know that it will get better than this however <laughs> everything past this point I don't care <laughs> this is good enough for the rest of the time this is good enough for me yeah it's if, good enough for me if it technology will improve but if it doesn't I'm good <laughs> if it stops here <laughs> yeah this is a fine place to stop right here right where I'm sitting watching the temple of doom over and over again so just yeah. watching that minecart scene because that's pretty good but uh yeah i think that uh what you were saying earlier about like um 
you know, streaming compression algorithms and stuff. That is also relevant to, to what we're talking about with the advent of streaming services and how they do keep getting better. Yeah. In terms of quality <laughs> and all that stuff, the actual monetary business part of it is a fucking nightmare, obviously. I'm not trying yeah. to defend that. But from a pure technological point of view, if I want to stream a 4K movie, uh, it's extremely easy, it's extremely available, and the quality is very high. Yes. Uh, which, you know... 4K streaming wasn't really a thing even just a few years ago. Like, that is still quite new in the scheme of things. Yeah. I mean, at least you had to buy into it for that mm -hmm. kind of service, but now it's just kind of readily available. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, the conclusion to that is that, like, the, the gulf between the theater experience and home media has mm -hmm. never been narrower. And, and not only that, like, I think that there's some truth to, you know, you've got Christopher Nolan, who's mixing his video and audio for the movie theater experience. And he's kind of an outlier in that way. Uh, and also think about, like, there are, you know, those episodes of Game of Thrones that everyone was complaining about were, like, way too dark. And that's because they were designed for HDR televisions under optimal conditions, which, like streaming it was not an optimal condition and then also uh, a, a relatively small part of the audience is streaming that in 4k hdr in order to yeah get it what i'm trying to get at <laughs> is that i think that the majority of movies and media in general these days are being made with home media first and foremost yeah in mind Oh, yeah, Which, definitely. I mean, is also like such a sea change where not only is the media better than it's ever been for home media, but it's it's good enough to the point where that's seen as the primary distribution method, even for a lot of movies, I think. Mm hmm. Oh, I just I just saw a trailer today. Um and it was for Apple TV. And I was like, whoa, didn't expect that mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. And it looked like a big budget war movie. Like, I mean, period piece. And I was like, oh, yeah, geez. And, and then it said Apple TV. And I was like, I basically made like this surprised face. The, the incredulous face. Yeah. And I was like, huh. All right. We're there. Apparently we're there. I so. mean, we've been there. Like the the budgets on you know the the Rings of Power show is genuinely obscene. Yeah, but I mean, the reason why I say the reason why I had that reaction of oh we're there, mm -hmm. uh, and this is for I guess just like for me personally, but that's the first time that I was expecting. I it was a trailer, movie trailer, yeah, trailer. Yeah. It was it wasn't it didn't lead with this is going to be on Apple TV. No, it it was a trailer trailer that I would expect to see in the theater. Mm -hmm. Like that kind of tentpole-esque. I don't think it was a tentpole movie, but tentpole-esque like marketing behind it. And then it said like within, you know, when it shows like the studios and stuff, it said Apple TV exclusive or something. I'm like, right, right. whoa, whoa, <laughs> like, okay. 
that normally you guys lead with that, but this was like a surprise in my opinion. And I was like, oh, okay. I mean, yeah. I was pleasantly surprised because I, I think that we're at that point, like, like you were leading into, I think we're at that point where we can basically, you can pick and choose. I, th I think it's going to be a little bit um, more, it's going to get a little bit more like refined as these mm. years go on is because right now there's just everything is big. Everything has to be big. Everything has to be <laughs> this. And I'm like, okay, all right. So how about we scale it back to, and in my opinion, like kind of like the olden days mm. when you knew what was a blockbuster and you knew what belonged on the small screen, even if it ended up being kind of grandiose and something like that. It's still like, this looks like it would be on the small screen. This looks like I would want to go see it as an experience. And that's, mm -hmm. I guess, what we're, you know, leading into next. The type of theater experiences is... I want to I put, like, one more button on the, the previous topic before we segue. Okay. Uh, which is just, like, I think that you made a, a really great point there before, which is that previously there used to be such a major difference between different types of media, where it's just, like oh, it's a made-for-TV movie. And that turn of phrase, like, mm -hmm. <laughs> caused well, multiple generations to be like, ugh, well, that That became, a, like, a negative over time instead of, like, you know. <laughs> I would argue that it's always been, like, you know, oh, this is going to be some real jank. Like, this is going to be some I, real I would. Garbo. I would argue that it's... That it it wasn't always like that because I'm thinking of the early, for example, the early uh, direct to video, the because that's basically what it is like direct to video mm -hmm. sequels mm -hmm. that maybe Disney put out. Like, yes, it was true. Not all of them were good, but at least some of them were good. Like uh, I'm thinking, like a extremely goofy movie. I wouldn't want to see that in theater. <laughs> sure, but that was still really funny and entertaining. And I'm a couple not of other saying ones, it's so. not possible that there have been good made directed. What I'm saying is that, like, in terms of the ability to spot a made-for-TV movie from 30 yards away. Oh. <laughs> like, Talking that about used the, to be, the recognition. Yeah, uh, that used to be, like, yeah. a very real thing where there is just, like... A, a huge difference in budgets and production value, star power, yeah. what you would uh, expect out of those kind of things. And that gap has, like, I feel like not only closed, but, like, the line between them is invisible. Yeah. The line between, you know, you talking about this Apple TV, uh, I'm pretty sure you're talking about the Napoleon Oh, yeah. Show. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, what's the difference between that and a major movie? Well, there, there basically is. That's what I was saying. There basically it's, it's, is it's no difference. Like, episodic format. Like, length. Well, like that's supposed to be a show? I, I thought that was I, supposed to be a film. I don't even know. I don't even know. I thought but it was a movie. Yeah, because it, it has a rating. It has an R rating. So I oh, think it's okay. a show. Yeah. Uh, in that case, what is I mean, the difference a, a at movie, all? A movie. Like, That's what I meant. I said show. Shoot. I'm, you're messing me up. <laughs> you're messing me like, up. <laughs> the line between those has like totally blurred. The line mm -hmm. between high budget television and film and low budget film and television like has been completely obliterated. 
Uh, And it's really not about that. Like what used to pass for spectacle has become much. The floor has been raised Mm -hmm. uh, pretty dramatically. I think I I don't want to say like, oh, you're wrong on this part, but I, I do want to push back a tiny bit and say, I don't think it's more about the spectacle. Mm-hmm. Oh, excuse me. Jeez. I don't think it's more about the spectacle. I think it's more about the expectation. Because sure. there is a lot of spectacle in certain things that they put on TV or like the small screen as opposed to the big screen, too. It, like in that regard. Yeah, they're interchangeable. But there is something to be said about something like, I don't know, Doom Part 2. Then... Um. Something like Napoleon, where I could see Napoleon on the big screen, but I can also see it on the small screen. I really don't want to see Dune Part 2 on the small screen. (laughs) I want to see that blaring in my face. So Mm -hmm. it's but that movie is, I believe, meant to be seen up on the big screen. And there is something to be said about having it blaring. Um, and cause that's, I think the experience because it's meant to be that big. Yeah. Um, the, the element of sensory overload. That yeah. Comes with it. And I think some films are meant to be that way. And to a certain extent, some TV is meant to be that way. And some TV isn't where you can have a more downplayed, uh, watching experience um i I feel like you may unintentionally be proving my point though by saying that like ah the napoleon movie question mark uh on apple plus i'm fine watching that at home and it's like okay you're fine watching that at home because you can watch it Mm -hmm. in modern resolutions in modern ways would you be fine watching it in a four by three aspect ratio at 480p on your crt tv (laughs) no No, like it would have been must see theater spectacle that is not I mean, that, that is long true. ago yeah that is true um yeah i mean it, yeah it's uh i i think it well here's the thing is with that kind of mm. stuff i think people are starting to get smarter about it too smarter about distribution because Beforehand, something like that would have just been, oh, theater, period. But now that people can do both simultaneously, mm-hmm. it's no longer a choice. Because beforehand, even in the early advent of streaming, it was a financial choice for most like, I th- I places I think you like got to clarify what you're, you're referring to. Whose choice, whose finances? Um, The studios or... Like the actual filmmakers themselves, usually it's just the studios who mm-hmm. have the the option of do we want to put this on streaming or do we because back then, I mean, I guess like streaming as in streaming or, you know, people can rent the disc or something like mm-hmm. that. Sure. Or do you want if we're to, talking like early days of Netflix? Yeah. With not as much. And like it's with not as much marketing power behind it. So mm. or do we want to put all of that? Because once you choose theaters, you have to it's it's an entire process. So, yeah, it's way more of a risk. And now it's even more of a risk nowadays because of theaters and that this is a whole nother 
I mean, I, I guess this is this is part of the discussion where theaters are not playing playing fair. They're not mm-hmm. playing, you know, they're not playing according to what's supposed to be happening. And of course, they're suffering for it. They're shooting themselves in the foot. And the the industry is saying, well, we do have another option that makes us just as much, if not more money now. So yeah. screw you. And like theaters aren't catching up. Some of them are, but yeah, a lot of them aren't. And they're suffering because of it. Some of them are even closing down. Carmike basically doesn't. Well, Carmike is over here in, you know, the Eastern. I, I haven't seen a Carmike anywhere else. Carmike cinemas. Um, yeah. But I don't see them anymore. They basically don't exist. Um it's nothing but AMC and uh, Cinemark over here. They probably yep. have a whole bunch of other stuff all over the place. I don't know what you guys have over there, but uh, we got Regal. Yeah, Re- you guys got Regal, and yeah, there's the big guys are still kind of there, but even then, a lot of people are moving towards the smaller, more intimate, I guess, almost hipster like theaters um which to me should Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. everybody should be moving to the norm that should be the norm um because they more emphasize the movie theater going experience more than anybody nowadays we'll we'll, we'll talk about that for like uh the different types of theater experiences because like yeah i'm a fan of that kind of stuff yeah Um, so i don't think that we it's within the scope of this episode to talk about it but like i think that there is a fascinating discussion that you're like dipping your toe into about just like the rise of digital distribution and what a fundamental change that is. That Um, is, that is like kind of a more rabbit hole discussion. So yeah. yeah. But uh, let's more formally pivot to uh, different types of theater experiences. Let's say that you do make the incredibly brave choice to go and see a movie in a movie theater. Mm -hmm. Um, Within that broad umbrella, like there can be a lot of uh, uh, possibility space. So, uh, Corey, I know that you had a few that you wanted to. to talk oh, OK. About. You want to throw it in my court again? Because um, I was going to I was going to wait for what you had to say about this Mm-mm. first. No, no, no. I'm interviewing you. I want to hear you first. <laughs> OK. Um, well, the types of theater experiences um, mainly deal with the why. Because we kind of touched on it a little bit in like mm-hmm. the first part, mm-hmm. but why do I go to the theater? Um, and why should people go to the theater? Not just me, not me, but why? What are the reasons? What mm-hmm. makes you mm-hmm. get up and possibly with friends or family and go? Um, obviously, the biggest one that people usually go to is blockbuster or slash tentpole movies the ones that they've been advertising for half a year or to a full year almost they're building it up they're putting all this market forces behind it um Mm -hmm. as you say so many times market forces and all that (laughs) all that implies yeah so they're putting out a trailer it's four minutes long it tells you everything that (laughs) happens in the movie transformers (laughs) transformers <laughs> that's every transformers movie unfortunately but uh yeah but that can also include war movies 
war films, big war films. Sure. Yeah. Uh, people go love seeing that stuff and, you know, right in front of your face. And okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, I also kind of, kind of not my bag, but yeah, like, exactly. I, but I do get it. But I do get it. Yeah, I, yeah, that's not my bag either. Uh, you know, after seeing uh, what is it? The probably the most famous one, which is Saving Private Ryan. Mm. That big in my face because I didn't see it when it came out, obviously, but I did see it when they replayed it. They, they yeah. put like a local theater put it back in, and I went to go see it, and I was like. <sighs> Now I remember why I don't <laughs> like watching this movie uh, more uh, than uh, once. Yep. And then, you know, after seeing a couple more war films, uh, 1917 doesn't count. I'm going to talk about that later. But, <laughs> you know, after like seeing something like We Were Soldiers, which is about the Vietnam War, and my dad was in the Vietnam War, I'm like, yeah, I don't want to watch this anymore. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to watch this stuff anymore. I, it's not that I'm squeamish. It's that I'm just like... I don't know how I feel about this kind of do I oh, yeah I don't like, have that much bloodlust to watch this stuff constantly I also just like personally uh not to, to turn this conversation into this but like no no I, no, I no. just do feel like a slight ickiness about like this is a real event and like real people died in this and like I don't know if I feel like this material is being handled responsibly because I feel like I shouldn't be like pumping my fist and going fuck yeah well awesome here here's the thing there is a and this is I knew this I I've seen enough war movies on mm. both ends to be like okay I kind of know the difference now like something like um you know hamburger hill or what have you or even stuff on tv like this miniseries like band of brothers or something mm, mm. and i'm like okay they're taking this seriously where this really sucks and it's yeah. not like they're being like yeah this more like oh <laughs> this sucks as something where it's trying to tell a different story like oh man what was that movie um like thin uh thin red line um which is, I think, based off a graphic novel or a comic. So it's not, you know, about, you know, it, it's telling something s s very specific. I think yeah. it's Thin Red Line. Um, but yeah, it's telling something very specific. So the art is there. It's very, a little bit more artsy sure, sure. and stuff like that. So, but usually people don't. They don't put not usually I shouldn't say usually now, but we're getting on the topic of war films and I don't that that's we're going off a uh, topic. But war films, I'm just going to say a lot of people like to see big, mm. you know, budget war films. Um, I think another one is holiday films. People love to see oh, a Christmas movie. Interesting. Or a holiday or a Halloween movie. Hell yeah. yeah like Halloween season. Yeah. What do people do? They go see Halloween movies. They go yeah. see like. Like uh, either serious Halloween movies, like, you know, an actual horror movie, or they go see like a silly Halloween movie. Like I, I've said this before, I think, on this podcast, but one of my all time favorite Halloween movies that I see, I watch my favorite every year is Monster mm -hmm. House. I saw that in theater. Monster House is fun. Monster yeah. House is so much fun. Um, It's obviously not a perfect movie, but it gives me the perfect Halloween vibes of 
Mm-hmm. I love this. Also, Paranorman. Uh, <laughs> I watch Paranorman every I do year like too. Paranorman. Paranorman is very good. Um, but I I saw both of those in, the- in theaters, and I was like, mm-hmm. this is perfect. I'm glad I watched this in theater. So that. But you know, obviously, of course, the I, I just watched it again. But the number one Fourth of July movie, because this does count as the <laughs> holiday holiday movie, uh-huh. is uh, Live Free or Die Hard. Which I also saw in theater. Oh my god! I one thousand percent thought you were talking about Independence oh. Day. Didoy. I completely I, forgot about Independence Day, which is another crowd pleaser. However, experience. however, bruh, I'm so on board with you for Live Free or Die Hard. That movie's <laughs> dumb as a sack of hammers, and I love it. it it's sh- so good. It should be. It's it's the amalgamation hmm. of all of them, basically, with the you know. The, it's the just one after really that sucks, fun. It's really very fun. fun. It's it gives you what it gives the audience what they want, yeah. and all of that implies because I have seen this in theaters and we were cheering and screaming the whole time because yeah. why? Because this is exactly what we wanted. Because we they're having a kung fu fight in an elevator shaft in an SUV, <laughs> and then at and the it end, rules. and you know what? What that got everybody to laugh after that. His reaction. <laughs> oh, Bruce like the, Bru- ah! the Bruce Willis, like, ah! un- deranged, unhinged laughter, like, absolutely makes we, it. We died because yeah. that is exactly what we all felt. That's uh, exactly what we all felt. God, like, remember when Bruce Willis was in movies and he wanted to be in movies? Yeah. Well, unfortunately, that you know, he can't be in movies now. Which I know, is I know. Sad, He's got but, health and medical reasons, yeah. but he uh, uh, g- gave up long before then. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, have you seen uh, G.I. Joe Retaliation? <laughs> Corey, no. Why would I have seen G.I. Joe colon Retaliation? Oh, man. You gotta see it, man. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you gotta see it, man. Get the fuck. Go make me watch one more. Stealth 2. <laughs> Does Stealth 2 exist? Oh, if serious. it did. <laughs> watch party. Um, I, I do have one more. One more type of movie theater experience that I think is probably the best uh, mm, mm, mm. way to do this. Comedies. Best Flat day. out comedies. Like, stupid comedies where mm. it's just about people like i i describe this as like the hangover comedy sure. like the first one when people just didn't know what to even expect yeah. those types of comedies where it was just about the slapstick just about the situational stuff like i one of my best experiences i've ever had was seeing i i watched this with my sister um i i go to i used to go to the movies with my sister all the time because we have the same type of humor but um uh, i went to go see pineapple express one of the funniest best crowds for a comedy i've ever had because every i almost i almost died because i was (laughs) laughing so much that i started having a coughing fit Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. but yeah and i was like i think comedies it's really hard to say because Usually people want to watch comedies with a group of friends, even if it's the first time watching sure. it. It's to me, watching a comedy just by yourself, like just sitting in front of your computer, like just staring and being like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> good one. 
Yeah, it seems lame to me. <laughs> it's super lame. It's uh, like, uh, Chris Evans' delivery and Scott Pilgrim, where he's just like, <laughs> "That's hilarious." Actually, that was hilarious. Actually, that's hilarious. <laughs> hey, you want to do a thing on that? On that? Uh, on that? Uh, like a grind the, thingy? Yeah, you're gonna do that grind. He's like, "You mean a grind?" Yeah, a grind thingy. You want to do it? Can you do it? <laughs> oh, Scott Pilgrim. Uh, which that, I also saw in theaters. Boy, that's a big regret for me. I didn't see that in theaters, and I really fucking wish I did. Oh, I saw that. That was a great experience because not only is that like a comedy and mm-hmm. it's like an action comedy almost, but it's also a musical. So mm-hmm. that rock, that musical opening in a theater. It's awesome. <laughs> da, 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 da. I was like, oh, wow. And the camera just keeps zooming <laughs> yeah. back impossibly. Oh, my God. What does she say? What does Knives say? Uh, she's like, <laughs> they're so good. Yeah, he's like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> it throws it in your face, too. It knows what it is. And I'm like, thank you. Thank yeah. you for yeah, doing yeah. this. So, yeah. Scott Pilgrim has maybe the best example of, like, dirtbag garage band music mm-hmm. in the cinema where it's, it's act- just like it's actually good <laughs> where, it's, actually it's good. like the song garbage truck which i'm cutting in right now okay. you're listening to some of it <laughs> garbage truck is playing as we speak uh this song sucks and i fucking love it <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I didn't expect you to say that, but that's funny. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I, th- I think that that's like, um, I can certainly think of a couple of like comedy movies where, it, and even just like, you know, uh, Thor Ragnarok in theaters. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, that theater is busting a gut. See, uh, oh, you went to go time. see that in theater? Mm-hmm. I thought that was okay. I know a lot of people, like, it, it, I guess it was split down the middle. Like, some people loved it and some people hated it. I was like, that's all right. So. Uh, well, I'm just talking about the crowd that I saw it with. Oh, they okay. Was... You're just talking about the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. I'm betting they were just like, hoo, 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 hoo. yeah, they were hooting and hollering. Yeah. That's good. It's good. All right. So. Uh, those are your types of theater experiences. Yeah. That was, again, I left that question deliberately open-ended because I was curious as to how you were going to talk about it. Totally different than what I'm going to say. I, I had a feeling. Because <laughs> what I was going to say is, like, genuinely different types of theater experiences. Like th- movie so, theaters, different, different types, types of, mo- of movie oh, theaters. Oh, okay, that's because, cool. Because, like, hey... When was the last time that you got to go to a dollar theater? Because when I was growing up, there was one that was just a couple blocks away. It was within biking distance of my house. And let me tell you, you're like 13 years old and you got $4 in your pocket and you got a friend from down the street and you're just like, you want to go hang out and watch, you know, some dumb movie that came out six Mm -hmm. months ago and it's not very good, but... It's a dollar. It's cheap. Yeah. And it's going to be air conditioned and it's currently summer and it's hot as fuck. And like, <laughs> man, awesome. Oh, 
I miss that. I, man, you completely brought back. You hit me with the nostalgia stick, dude. Uh, <laughs> because, um, yeah, we had a we didn't have a dollar theater close to us, but mm. we had a dollar theater about maybe forty five minutes away, like 30, mm. 30, 45 minutes away. And I remember you brought back so many memories because that's the first time I saw Shrek. Yeah, like the first Shrek. Oh, what a great dollar movie! Yeah, we saw, and it, it was a packed house. It was a packed house <laughs> in a dollar <laughs> theater. Everybody going to see Shrek, which already was on video, and <laughs> nobody mm. cared. We all just wanted to go see it and laugh with each other. Oh man, I remember that. That was such a good time. It was right next to the Chuck E. Cheese too. We were pumped that day. <laughs> we were pumped. We were like, "Yes, let's go." Let's mm -hmm. go to the movies and let's go right next door to Chuck E. Cheese. The kids casino. Let's go. I want to earn some tickets. Hell I want some yeah. tickets, hell man. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Just total goblin mode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and all of us, like there were a lot of little kids too. So like, just imagine like the, the, the kindergartners off of recess. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, kind of sounded like Donnie off of the Wild Thornberries, but you know I what I mean. I absolutely thought that's what you were doing. <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember us being in San Francisco circa 2014. 2000. <laughs> circa 2000. 2014. <laughs> um, and Pokemon me being 2000. like, fucking $14 for a ticket? Have you lost your fucking Pardon mind? Me? And Pardon me? And that's just how it is now, baby. Like our what? our local theater is like sixteen fifty. Whoa! And it's and it's just that's it. It's the only game in town. <laughs> it's the only one. Yeah. So they, that's they not, corner that's the not market. Strictly true. Uh, here's another uh, unique experience that you can have in a theater. Uh, IMAX. Mm -hmm. You know any kind of those uh, premium theaters? Yeah. We have one. Uh, that's a couple hours away. The only theater <laughs> that the only IMAX that is available to us is about a two hour drive and it's in Yellowstone. Yeah, I think you told me about that. In Yellowstone National Park. Uh, <laughs> awesome. And we drove out there to go see Dune. Yeah. And um, it was a whole thing. My wife uh, uh, has synesthesia and it wasn't the, the giant picture but it was the sound the sound oh, yeah. was so dramatic and loud and just you bass. know uh, bass booming yeah just uh Denis, Denis Villeneuve has such a wall of sound mm -hmm. when he's doing the audio design for his films also true for Blade Runner 2049 oh, yeah, which is absolutely. just outstanding soundtrack yeah um oh we're gonna get into him we're gonna get into him later uh but like <laughs> But, like, my wife is watching this movie, and it's, like, it's two and a half hours, you know, yep. almost three hours long. And basically, like, the whole time, she's just got, like, this, you know, white knuckle grip on my arm. And I just keep going on and just be like, hey, you okay? You doing good? And she's just like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Great teeth. Yes. Yeah. Basically, just like super, super intense for her in a way that she claims that she can't decide whether or not she wants to go see the second one in IMAX 
uh, she does. But then also really? when we oh, were okay. finished, well, I'm just I'm just saying before she's just spending a lot of words and a lot of time waffling on it when I already know the answer. You know? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I cannot emphasize this enough. I'm extremely married to her, and yes. I know what's up. Yes. You can't fool me. <laughs> okay. I'm ex- as opposed to mildly married. To I'm her. extremely married to her. <laughs> uh, yes. But yeah, uh and then after that we saw that in theaters, uh we were snowed into Yellowstone and we had to emergency spend the night over there because we tried taking the Yellowstone pass and that was absolutely nope. fucking a death trap. That's that's a no nope. happening. That's a no nope nope. and a half. Was very bad. Uh, so that was great. We love that. Um, <laughs> Movie theater experiences. Hooray! <laughs> other types of cool um, movie theater experiences, like small theaters that only play old movies. Oh, yeah. Those are really cool. Oh, those are... I have, We have a couple of them around us. I associate it as a big city thing. You know, mm-hmm. we live in a small to mid-sized city over here. And we just have the one movie theater, uh, excluding the IMAX that's two hours away through yeah. a, a deadly, <laughs> deadly, <laughs> deadly <pass>. gauntlet. <laughs> it, I mean, it's genuinely, it's such a harrowing drive. I fucking hate that road. <laughs> There's hey, so many little we... white crosses yeah. <laughs> dotting. Oh, it's, oh, man. Years ago when we visited you, me and my yeah. wife, and I remember strictly like you saying, or not you, but both mm. of you saying, like, don't interrupt your wife saying, don't interrupt me. Let me drive <laughs> because we were driving at night home mm-hmm. from Yellowstone mm-hmm. down a mountain with no guardrails. Nope. And no city lights. I, obviously, this is like beautiful. You could see the sky. It's big sky country. Oh, like, oh, my goodness. Oh, God. You look over the hillside <laughs> and there's nothing. It's an abyss. Yeah. And I was like. Let her drive. Let her cook. Because mm. I ain't dying this way. <laughs> yeah. So, and she's like, just just let me drive. Everybody quiet. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, let me concentrate. And I'm like, yes, ma'am. So, yep. yeah. Terrifying. In winter. <laughs> that was in summer. I could only imagine how it is in winter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whiteout blizzard. We got like 15 minutes down the road and we were like, Hell we no. are going <laughs> to die. I am going to die. <laughs> Medic. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, no, we just turned yeah. around and then we had an extremely bad night at a hotel. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's right. And also every restaurant in town was closed because it's, it's just that kind hungry. of place. So I uh, genuinely like eating gas station food in the shittiest motel. <laughs> hey, you got to do what you got to do. I've uh, been there, ex- though. I extremely there. memorable. Great yeah. story. Uh, but anyway, uh, theaters. But, like, so, <laughs> small, weird theaters uh, yeah. was what I was saying. I was associating them with um, like it's a, it's a big city thing to me. I remember there uh, Quentin Tarantino owns a weird little theater. In oh, really? LA. Oh, yeah, yeah. I heard about this. I heard this. Um, yeah. So uh, I had been to that one a couple times. And then when we visited our friends in Seattle, we went okay. to a little one. And that was just a real little guy. And yeah. there were no regular seats. It was just old couches. Yep. So that uh, was like something that was just made. 
<laughs> pretty much. It was yeah. just like I had a real loosey goosey vibe yeah. to it that I like thought almost was really underground. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, we uh, have, there's a lot of those types of things around. Because I don't want to cut you off, dude. Because this is actually really cool mm-hmm. that you brought up like the actual different types of theaters. And I was gonna say, have you ever been to one like a movie theater on on a roof, like a rooftop move, no. movie? No. Yeah. I've been to one, and this was is, years is ago. Is it like a drive-in where it's like a, a projection, but you're yeah, it's a, on open sky? Uh, no, it's not on open sky, but it is like on top of like a skyscraper <laughs> or like a building like in the city or something. Pretty fun. Um, yeah, it, they're really cool because it's usually something that they're playing like something like cult classic or something like that. Uh-huh. Yep. And those are really fun because it's op- it's very... Obviously, it's open air. Usually, it's in the summertime and stuff where they serve like some drinks or something like that, or some mm-hmm. little snacky poos, and it's it's a good time. Um, like I said, I did that years ago, and it was the back. It was Back to the Future they showed, and I was like, "This is nice. kind of awesome. <laughs> this is kind of awesome." And they still do that. It's just that they obviously you have to go looking for it because yeah. if you search it, like in Pittsburgh, because that's where I live, they have like different rooftop experiences but on different rooftops on different days so it's never like the same place twice basically so and also we do have a very small like movie theater like a once like a one theater Mm. old old timey theater by us like literally 15 minutes away and um we were going to see i it's right now it's actually playing i think spider-verse uh, but oh, yeah. year, like a couple years ago or years ago, it was playing Black Panther. Um, so we were going to go see it, but we ended up seeing it in IMAX. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Well, not in IMAX, but the IMAX movie theater. And that was fun, though. But yeah, so I get it. Any other ones? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off because that's no, that's no, actually no. very interesting. No, I, I really enjoyed hearing about rooftop theaters, which I didn't even know were an option. Um that does remind me that, again, when we were in a city, um, we saw the Goonies, and that was projected outside mm. uh, in a graveyard. Oh. <laughs> okay. So we got to have a cool graveyard movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> which is pretty sweet. Oh, yeah, uh, that's cool. Yeah. And then also for reasons like the guy who played one of the kids was there. Oh, okay. Not, I think it was Chunk because really he just turned out to he just turned into a lawyer and didn't actually do anything. So he's just like <laughs> yeah, a minor not? celebrity who comes out once in a while and waves. Yeah. It's not like Sean Austin was there, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's still cool, though. That's still that's still fun. Still neat. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's actually like a, another kind of thing that I hadn't really considered uh, as part of this. Uh, have you ever been to like, uh, uh, like a press event theater screening? Oh no, I've seen, <sighs> I've been a, a part of it, but mm. I've never been inside because when years ago, when me and my wife, we went to San Diego con, I mean, yeah. San Diego con con. Um, so we were just down there for a week or over there for a week in LA, mm-hmm. LA and we took one day to like just go to LA and there was like a big long situation that neither of us like to remember because it was technically a bad day yeah, <laughs> but yeah, a cool yeah. day 
I mean, but a cool time of that day was uh, we got to be a part of a movie premiere. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's a movie that nobody is. Everybody's kind of like, oh boy, <laughs> nowadays. Stealth two. No, no, it was um, uh, the movie by the French director uh, who did years ago that starred Rihanna. Or Rihanna. Ah, shoot. Battleship. Uh, it, no, because it was it. Everybody thought it was a sequel to The Fifth Element. Because it looked so much like the Fifth Element. Oh, uh, um, you're talking about um, <clears throat> Valerian. Yes, and he's one of my favorite directors too. Yeah, because what's that guy's I name? I, uh, uh, I am going blank, and I hate this because he's one of my favorite directors. Luc Besson. <laughs> yes, Luc that's Besson. the guy. So it was that movie that was premiering that mm. day. So we got to be a part of the, like the the outside premiere experience, which was. It's still technically a movie theater experience because we were right in front of the Chinese theater. So, yeah, yeah. It, like, it was crazy. Like, uh, Chris Tucker showed up, and of course, uh, everybody was waiting for uh, Rihanna. She showed up last and late. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, I was this close, and if if you had a camera, everybody, you can see how close my fingers are. I was this close to getting uh, Luke Besson's autograph. This close because he came all I have a picture. I have a picture of this. Um, If I if we if and when we get an Instagram for this, I will definitely put that picture up. But um, he was right in front of me. He was right in front of me. I had mm-hmm. my sketchbook with me. I was literally holding it out. And then the girl in front of me, who she was there for Rihanna, but she's everybody was cool. Everybody was like, no, you want me to get that side for you? Let's go here. Hand it to me. I can hold it out for you. <laughs> and she was like right on the on the fence. Uh, and uh. I was like, oh, come on. Come on. Yes. Yes. So and he got that close. And then he turned around. He was like he was waving everybody. He was signing stuff. And then he just right when he, he was two people away from mine. And then mm-hmm. he, he's like, he put his pen up or like marker up and he just started waving. He's like, okay, I got to walk back. And I was like, no, no. no. And she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. The girl in front of me, she's <laughs> like, I'm so sorry. So that was a cool experience. It, I guess it still technically counts as a movie theater experience. No, um, I mean, I, that's, that's yeah. like, I think, I think it all counts. Like I'm, I think that like. It's really neat, like the stuff that goes on around it too, because again, this yeah. is the kind of experience that you're not going to get at home. Oh uh, yeah, that you can only get by touching grass. <laughs> I was about to say that. <laughs> I was about to say that too. I'm glad we're we're sharing the same brain cell. It's good. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, just the one cell, just like slowly ping ponging between us, like the 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 DVD screensaver. Oh, I was gonna say pong. Boink, mm-hmm. boink, boink. But, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, my two press event memories were I want to hear from, this. This is cool. Uh, I mean, they're, they're not, one's boring. I'll start with the boring one. <laughs> so we went to, uh, this was, again, while we were in San Francisco. Stuff just happens ambiently in San Francisco. I believe it's it. It's such a cool Barry place to weird. live. And such a place that's unacceptable to live. <laughs> That sounds like the Bay Area to me. I know. Sounds like it. I know. But we were there for two years for grad school, and just stuff happens ambiently, and it's cool to be in proximity to it. Yeah. Um, 
And so I remember my brother was in town and we went to see oh, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. spy. <laughs> really? <laughs> yep. <laughs> the spy going to see a spy movie. Yeah. <laughs> Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy around here. <laughs> I was about to say that. God damn it. <laughs> Why are you doing that? <laughs> I'm too good. I'm too good. I'm too good. Keep up with me. I'm fast as fuck, boy. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say that too. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah uh you are getting the experience this episode people you're getting the experience but uh yeah so we we saw tinker taylor soldier spy which is a deeply okay movie i was about to say because and, i saw uh, that too and it was like oh all right was it gary like, oldman's in it I think yeah, gary yeah, Old, yeah yeah gary oldman's for, in it, for yeah. a specific type of person like i'm sure it's like exceptional but like it's just not like really my, my dad. speed. It was okay. Um, <laughs> but it was an opening day like press event. And it featured a Q&A with actor Gary Oldman at oh, the end of the movie. Sweet. So the movie runs, and then Gary Oldman comes out. And I cannot emphasize enough that it sounds cooler than it is. And it's just like, yeah, I guess that's the guy. He's over there. <laughs> Uh, and then just had absolutely the most banal Q&A session <laughs> where people are just coming up and being like, do you have any acting tips? <laughs> <laughs> you guys have phones? <laughs> and it's, like, it just had exactly the energy of that, like, um, I don't remember where it's from, but, like, there's, like, Sir Ian McKellen doing, like, a parody of, like, you know, acting tips. He's just like, well, I simply, I simply pretend. So <laughs> I'll be going out there. It'll be. Sir Ian, Sir Ian, Sir Ian. Yeah. You shall not pass! Sir Ian, Sir Ian, Sir Ian. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I simply pretend to be the wizard. <laughs> uh, that was basically the energy of the, <laughs> the interview. It's real. It's real. Just, all right. Is exactly. it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's okay, extremely then. a person who's in this room. Uh, the other one, which was much better... This was a great event. And let me tell you, one of the great joys about San Francisco or other big cities is quality public transportation, where you don't need a car, where you can just take the BART wherever you want to go. And oh, that means that you can get real stoned before going to see the <laughs> the press pre-release uh, uh, screening of Pacific Rim in 3D. Ooh, ooh. And that was fucking ooh. sweet. Just oh, going man. there, pretty toasted. Uh, one of the best movies in 3D, like as far as like the 3D actually enhancing I it. I thought it really did a lot of good work to help enhance the sense of scale. Ooh, uh, really enjoyed that. And then also got a bunch of swag out oh. of it. And who doesn't fucking like getting some Pacific uh, Rim swag? <laughs> Give me yeah. the swag bag. Give it to me. Yeah. Ooh, so that, that sounds a like a good time. time. That was oh, a man. good time. Saw that uh, with my wife. She uh, got some early press stuff. I thought, you, <laughs> I thought you were gonna say. I saw this with my wife. She got uh, hella stoned. Uh, <laughs> well, she did, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but at the time, she was working. Uh, she was doing an internship at the Cartoon Art Museum. Oh yeah. And so they just uh, would regularly get some, you know, uh, hey, you guys uh, want to press stuff. Exactly. Uh, and that was the one where it was just like, no, this is essential. Like, <laughs> this, we must. this is essential. <laughs> we have to do this Dude, one. Dude, um, re real quick. This is the last mm -hmm. one, basically, because uh, I'm 
uh, I'm assuming that we're wrapping it up to the third part. Uh, but this yeah. is the last one. Who are you guys gonna? Are you gonna forget about the time that we both had a, an experience like this? <laughs> a movie theaters in, when we were in college. Oh, uh, maybe. We, Which one are you talking about? I'm talking about uh, How to Train Your Dragon, the first one. I I had forgotten there? about that. Yeah, I don't okay. I don't know if I was there. Yeah. Oh. Oh man. Our entire like animation class uh, <laughs> went uh. to go see it because of um like a big animator who was a part of making that movie. So we went to the theater in Erie. Uh-huh. Um and all our whole class was there and we got an exclusive screening of it. And then after the screening, the guy came out and he basically was talking about like the things like the shots that he did, um the process. He showed a couple of shots that he did from other movies oh. on the screen. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that. It was amazing. I was like, oh, man, this is awesome. So I think I must have missed but, that. that. Oh, man, I don't, you missed I don't that? have any memories of that. Oh, man. Because I also know, remember when we uh, that movie Nine came out? Yes. And they did the same thing. Did, were you there for that, too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That well, one I got to see. Okay. Yeah. And I had to tell uh, a professor that I was going to leave their class early in order to go see this screening. They're like... Okay. (laughs) I'm going to mark you absent, and I'm like, go ahead and do it. (laughs) And then we were just like, we just both were just like, okay. Yeah, exactly. It's like, what are you going to do? Hit me? (laughs) I I do not care. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, that that was a very cool experience, I guess. So, Mm -hmm. and I, and to be honest, uh, the first one, I, I really like the first How to Train Your Dragon. I think it's really good. Oh, it's great. Uh, so, yeah, I was, I think we were all really excited about that. Because not only that, but that was a big movie during that time, too. Like, mm. everybody was talking about how good it was. So, yeah. it was really cool to tell other people. It was like, guess who got an exclusive screening to go see that? <laughs> and not you jealous now. <laughs> yeah, I know. You missed out. I am jealous. Now. Wuss. Uh, <laughs> that's another type of uh, uh, movie theater experience that you can have. Not uh, uh, sorry. I just uh, my my brain quantum leaped to a, a similar but uh, oh, okay. unrelated. What you were talking about Comic Con and stuff like convention viewing, where yeah, it's just like true. oh, you go to a horror movie festival and you're just going to like pounce from one movie to another and just like see a bunch of stuff in short succession and yeah Yeah. there's just going to be like that kind of energy around like that stuff's real cool yeah and everybody's into it too so everybody's hooping and hollering and screaming and crying and (laughs) pissing and farting in the pants (laughs) there you go the entire movie going experience it's the entire life cycle of someone watching a movie movie theater (laughs) (laughs) yep that's how it goes every time That's what you're paying for. You're paying your sixteen ninety two. Oh, my sixteen ninety two just to pee my own pants. I can pee my own pants at home at four K on my own TV screen. Ah, <laughs> uh, absolutely. So, yeah. so now let's talk about the last part, which is the memorable experiences that we've had. So. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if you want me to go which, first. Which we've already, you know, covered kinda, quite a few. Like, the, yeah, the line is fuzzy between them. But, yeah, give, give me a couple of your most memorable. And okay. especially, like, 
here's another one that you haven't talked about about like the types of theater experiences uh a couple times on this podcast you have talked about you ever seen a movie with an all-black audience oh oh the different types of audiences and like different types of audiences is a real thing for sure oh yeah that that is definitely a thing it's (laughs) it's it's very interesting when you live in a like a very uh diverse area Mm-hmm. Where and you have that has multiple movie theaters in these places. So you got like where I where we live, we live in kind of the cusp of the uh, like the Hispanic neighborhood. So we do have a lot more Hispanic people in like in the couple of theaters that are near us specifically where we live. However, if you go across the city on the other side of the city, um, you get to like the H the XD theater which is where all the wealthy people go to see the movies Mm -hmm. and then you go all the way down the river to the imax theater but it's right next to the hood so you have a whole bunch of people going to the Mm. uh, going to the movies there but it's like if you want to see imax that's where you gotta go and it it's very interesting um that you that you bring that up like really quick obviously but it's very interesting because i i've seen um uh, that that leads into one of my memorable experiences. Uh, going to see yeah. the Hulk, not Hulk, oh, the Hulk. Interesting. Yeah, with a mostly black audience. I'm and sorry, and this including which mo- one a is, lot of my family. Which one is that? Is that the weird Edward Norton? No, it's Edward Norton one. Not that's the Hulk. Not I mean the Incredible Hulk, basically. Not right. Hulk. Um, which I also saw in theaters, but that was just underwhelming. So, but the Hulk. Like the Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton, one of the funniest times I ever had because I saw that with a lot of my family, some of my um, some of my friends came with us, and it was mostly a black audience. So we were hooping and hollering and doing all the stuff. Like, of course, my sister who who was there she uh-huh. yelled, "We high like, energy, oh, high energy very, sister." Yeah, um, <laughs> but it was it, like one of the most memorable. If you've seen the Incredible Hulk, you know that you know. Um, the Hulk is fighting. What's his name? Uh, the Abomination. No, the, before yeah, the Abomination as a human when he's oh, just right, 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 basically right. discount Captain America jumping yeah. around and everything like that. And you know he got too you know cocky, and then Hulk just kicks him in his stomach, and <laughs> he gets <laughs> mm-hmm. well. That would be a normally like ooh moment because it is a ooh moment. The whole theater went oh because you know all of us are extra. But yep. then you hear my sister in the back yell yep. out, "Oh, broke off!" <laughs> <laughs> and we all lost it. So yeah, that was the entire yep, yep, movie yep. going experience was like that. So yes, um, that was one of them. Of course, the most famous one that I have mentioned on here a couple times is the infamous the infamous shark tale <laughs> when i went oh, to go brutal. see that <laughs> i went That's to so see rough. that in a packed theater with my dad and my brother and all of us kind of did not necessarily like it but mm. there was a very it's probably one of the most memorable experience like one of the most funniest memories i've had going to a movie is Pack theater, the most dramatic part of that movie. And it's like the main character is like rejecting the the love interest. And she's like, oh, and she's like 
starting to cry and the music swells and then it, the theater is completely quiet and then you just hear this kid and I'm talking six year old a couple rows in front of me go oh she'll get over it <laughs> And I was, and we lost it. We lost it. We're like, yep, this kid is going places. That is the, that is the epitome of this movie. Thank you very much, kid. If I could give you $10, I would, but I don't know who you are. I don't know who you are. So it's, it's fine. Um, and one more one. Well, I'll do one more, um, of a bad experience and then we'll go into like smaller stuff. Sure. But I went to go see Spider-Man 3 with my brother. <laughs> okay, which Spider-Man 3? Okay. <laughs> We're about Sp- to get a third of those bitches. Yeah, that is true. And then Andrew Garfield's going to come out of nowhere yeah. with, the, with the metal chair. I was about to say that. With the metal chair! <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> but uh, Spider-Man 3 with the Ven- with Venom. Tobey Maguire Spider-Man yeah, yeah, 3. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was obviously it was not a good experience. Uh, I'm pretty sure everybody was like, what? (laughs) Mm. But also what made it kind of weird is they were (laughs) I'm just thinking about this is stupid because I've rolled my eyes. Me and my brother looked at each other. We're like, what? (laughs) Uh, We were sitting watching in the middle of watching the beginning of this movie in the middle of watching the beginning of this movie. Like it was happening. It was on, it was running Uh and it was the classic Hollywood type thing where they, the, the film just stops. It's like, and the lights go up. It's like, and we're all looking around like, uh, and then there was a guy and I, I don't envy this guy. Like he was a theater, like one of the theater managers or something, but he walked in and he was like, Okay, I'm sorry, everybody, but we mm-hmm. still have people coming in, so we're gonna have to delay this movie for about 20 minutes. So, oh, yeah, rough. you guys, I'm very sorry, but we still have people coming into their seats. What are you so, talking about? Exactly. This is what me and my brother looked at each other and we're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> we paid at that time, it had to have been like 12 bucks a pop. Uh-huh, at that uh-huh. time, even then we were like we paid this much for this <laughs> yep and it was just like because there was already a packed there was already a packed theater so where is everybody sitting like yeah. all these people that were coming in i'm guessing some of them sat on the on the the uh the the, the stairs because we didn't we were looking around was like where are there any seats but there were apparently were like 20 more people that came in so we're like what <laughs> what's going on uh and on top of that it wasn't a good movie it was really it was really dumb like i can't be- like oh man i will never forget this too because everybody the the big reveal of venom in that movie the big reveal uh-huh. was the most it got the most lamest reaction out of the audience <laughs> everybody was just like like kind of did that nervous giggle uh yeah like whatever <laughs> he was like <laughs> <laughs> uh, were they serious? Uh, I guess he likes being yeah, yeah, a bad guy. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and we were all like, 
like we did like the nervous laugh and then we laughed at that because we were laughing like the nervous laugh mm. like the whole mm. theater like was doing that and we we're like wow this movie sucks unanimously <laughs> so i was like yeah okay so anyway that yeah, yeah. so give me some of yours bruh uh lightning round more movie theater experiences that i thought of while we were talking about <laughs> one sneaking in to see a movie theater <laughs> oh oh i have a story about that too uh-huh i not do too. necessarily sneaking up sneaking not necessarily sneaking but you'll love this story because yeah, yeah, it yeah. involves one of our favorite people uh-huh Hi, Doug. Yeah, yeah. It's always Doug. It's always Doug. <laughs> uh, I love that. That's my brother right there. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, the first PG-13 movie I've ever seen uh, was uh, Jurassic Park 3. Jurassic Park 3. So we went to go because we were excited. We we're like, ah, oh, dinosaurs. Yeah, let's go. So Jurassic Park 3, we go in there and it's by ourselves. Uh, our first PG-13 movie that we go to see uh -huh. by ourselves. Uh -huh. Not that we've seen. And we go by ourselves. So yeah. it was just me and him. We were dropped off at Movie World, which doesn't exist anymore. It's an Applebee's. But we went over there <laughs> and um, we we were dropped off and, you know, we had our money. And we were like, we're going to we went to the counter. and We were proud of it, too. We we're like two one ticket to see uh, uh, Jurassic Park three. And he went over and he said, one ticket to see Jurassic Park three. And we were like looking at each other. We're like, oh, we're so cool. We're so adult. So we went in. We were watching. We sat at the back because that's what cool kids do. We sit in the back. So we were sitting in the back and the part comes where we were having a good time, not even 20 minutes into the movie. And then the part comes where they're about to um, they're trying to take off because they just got attacked. And then the guy is standing in the middle of the uh you know, the runway, spoiler alert, uh, for like all like his arm because his arm was kind of ripped off and he's like, oh, please don't leave me. And then they're, and then the plane is coming and it's like, you got, he's like, you know, we can't stop this. We know we can't stop this plane. And he's like, oh, please, please, please. And then just when they're about to hit, hit the guy with the plane, the monster comes out and grabs him and chomps him down and they just clip the monster and go crashing right into the woods. And me and Doug looked at each other and we slowly got up, walked out the movie theater, uh, out of the room, and uh -huh. we just stood there for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And we're like, huh, that was intense. Yeah. I, are you ready to go back in? We just had to hype each, hype each other back in up to walk back in and watch the rest of the movie we missed about 15 minutes 20 minutes of the movie because we were wow. just standing there like yeah we're adults we yeah yeah <laughs> that was intense that was that was crazy are you are your heart pounding is your heart pounding my heart's pounding uh uh this is what this is what pg-13 movies are uh ah <laughs> oh, jeez uh, what have we signed up for <laughs> uh and then we went back in and we took our seats and we watched the rest of the movie. So, yeah. Uh, and we're like, I don't know what's happening anymore. It's like we missed oh, 15 we minutes it. of it. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. Uh, I had a similar moment uh, as a absolute adult not that long ago. Uh -oh. uh, going to the theater with uh, our older friend, Jane, who is uh, was genuinely... Born and raised in a movie theater with grandparents who played the piano, the old timey piano that I was doing my bit on at oh. the beginning of the episode. Like, 
raised in a movie theater. She's the most Jeez. knowledgeable person about movies that that's, I will ever meet. That's Period. kind of awesome. Full stop. That's kind uh, of awesome, and I need to meet her. That's, like, really cool. Yeah, she's awesome. Uh, she would host an Oscar party, like, every year, and they she ha- would print out, like, predictions, and, like, you'd oh, play man, the game. Oh, that sounds like a of, great time. You'd play the game of who's going to predict. Yeah. Everyone's competing for second place. Because she's going to sweep it. Like, that no sounds, doubt. She man, never lost. That sounds like such a great time. I wish people around me were that cool. But, she's a <laughs> but anyways, uh, she's a huge horror buff. And so yeah. we went to see Hereditary in the theater. Ooh, ooh. And I watched that movie. And I eventually I got to the point where I'm like, I can't handle this. This is gen- This is the first horror movie that I've ever been in theaters and been like, this is too much for me. So I politely got up, excused (laughs) myself, went to the bathroom and looked up spoilers on my phone because I couldn't handle not knowing what was going to happen next. I thought you were going to tell, I thought you were going to tell me I went to the bathroom and just stood there and stared at the mirror at myself. (laughs) Yeah. I did the, the, the silent Hill Two like mirror stare. (laughs) What is my life coming to? <laughs> oh, it's a dog. <clears throat> There's no dogs around here anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was uh, a great day. Wow, yeah. Hereditary is rough, though. It's uh, extremely rough stuff. It's a good movie that I've been like, I think I should rewatch it. I think it's an excellent movie. And I've been trying to hype myself up to rewatch it for four consecutive years. Mm-hmm. It's all right, dude. Um those that's like early a24 and hereditary i was like ah. i've watched it and i was like okay maybe i'm just not a, it's slowly dawned on me over time that i was like i'm probably not as big of a, i'm just not a horror fan because right, i right, was right. watching that movie and i was like Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. so it's a rough watch it, it is a, it's really rough um but that also reminds me speaking of horror experiences uh, when another, here it is, another Doug experience, Doug, Doug and his Doug, sister, Doug, Doug. <laughs> Doug and his sister, his little sister, we went to go see, uh, it, the first one, like the oh, remake. Oh, I it. had a great time with that. And yeah, we, we, uh, we had a packed house. It was actually a general, general, genuine great time. Mm-hmm. And partly because we, the whole theater had the same reaction you know mm-hmm. that part where they're all in the uh like the like the garage and yeah. they're watching that old video and then all of a sudden it the pops slide out. projector. Yeah, the uh, slide projector sequence. part. Yeah. When the clown popped out, like when the whole thing mm-hmm. went silent and it went boom, the entire theater jumped. Yeah. The entire theater <laughs> jumped. And at the end of that sequence, like when it like calmed down everybody was just laughing at each other. They're like, yeah, I yeah. can't believe us. <laughs> they, the movie got us. They got us. I know. <laughs> like, I, I know I jumped. Uh, apparently, uh, Doug's uh, sister, she threw her, like, drink. <laughs> uh, but it was, it, it, was great. it was that much of a, like, everybody just like, whoa, <laughs> I can't mm. believe they got us. <laughs> yeah, pretty good prank. Yeah, <laughs> good prank, bro. Good prank, bro. Um, Pennywise yeah. is funny. Oh man! Oh jeez! And I just thought of another one. I'm sorry. Before yeah, we, yeah. before we, before we're done, I thought of another one with, of course, the the Dream Maker, Doug, 
and uh-huh. his sister, we went to go see TMNT. Remember that movie? I'm um, aware of its existence. Yeah, we, yeah. Uh, we went I to go see that. I might have seen it, but I have no memory. Yeah, it's actually a really cool. Uh, I think I saw it, and I just have erased it from my memory. Yeah, I, it's actually pretty cool. I think it's like one of the best versions uh, mm, on mm. screen, anyway, animated. But we went to go see that, and this time it wasn't a packed theater. It was like a smaller theater, and we went. We were just like, oh. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Awesome. Um, and we made it because we were old enough where we're like, we're going to take my like Doug's like, we're going to take my sister to go see this kids movie. But really, we just looked at each other. We're like, we're going to go see this. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, there was two other two other groups in there with mm. us. There was uh, these three guys that sat kind of at the front row and they were older than us. They were like college age at that point. And and we were, I think we were like high school, but these guys were like college age and they, they were hyped. They, these guys were like straight up nerds and they're like, yeah, let's go. All right, let's go. And they were actually really cool because they were really funny, <laughs> yep. but they were having a good, good old time. And then there was a, another group. This is the group that you hate to see in movies. Uh-huh. Um, it was a um, like group of four girls. Like teenage girls or like older girls. Well, actually, they weren't teenage. They had to have been early 20s at that time. And they obviously cared nothing about the movie. They just walked. They just wanted to walk in there so so they could gossip and gossip loudly. Brutal. As the movies weren't going gossip loudly, loudly. They're talking like we're talking now. And meanwhile, me Doug and his sister and like uh, they the guys down at, up front, we were just like it was a small enough theater that we were just looking at him like, are you serious? Like we just kept glancing at him like, uh, you you know what's going on here, right? And we were just looking. I was and Doug was about to say something because he kind of turned around and he started like whispering, like kind of saying it low voice, like because Doug is very soft spoken. So he's like, hey, um, excuse me. Um, excuse me, like type thing. But then in a total Chad move, one of the guys down in front basically turned around and said, hey, 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 could you shut the fuck up? We're watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles here. <laughs> and we all laughed, turned around, pointed it, laughed at the girls, and they just went, ah, and like they rolled their eyes and they all got up and left the theater. It was, I was like, so wow. weird. <laughs> I was like, you paid for the privilege. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I was, we were like, what is wrong with you? But anyway, we had a good time, but mm. yeah, that's a, that's what I'm going to say. That's what I'm going to leave it in because those are the funny, memorable stuff that, I mean, besides like seeing like castle in the sky and Dune and, you know, Infinity well, just War. Seeing and stuff. a good movie in a theater isn't a story per se, but like, yeah, yeah like uh, lots of fun, regular fond memories of seeing like a cool movie in yeah. a theater. Um, I'm gonna lightning round some more uh, <laughs> uh, uh, fast memories that I have uh, of fun theater experiences because despite all of the stuff that we said at the beginning uh, about like why the home movie experience is fine. It is way past the good enough threshold. Uh, yeah. It is still fun to go see in a movie in a theater and see it with a group. It is still fun. It is. 
Um, it's the experience. Uh, uh, people yelling during movies. Uh, watching the Lord of the Rings and Shelob is above Frodo Ew. in the path of Kirithungle. And this was opening day. My mom's got me out of schools oh. so that I could go and see this movie. Hell I was yeah. so, like, absolute, like, core Hell memory, yeah. like, foundational, like, top yeah. five mom moment, easy. Shout out to mom. <laughs> easy. Way to fucking go. Easy. Uh, <laughs> easy. But, uh, you know, uh, Shelob is slowly crawling up above and Frodo's down below, doesn't realize that she's right there. And there's just someone in the audience going like, Frodo! Frodo, look up! <laughs> <laughs> it will never stop being funny to me. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, uh, then uh, my most recent movie theater memory, uh, going to see Fast X in theaters <laughs> with a big group, <laughs> and we brought uh, our Fast and Furious bingo with us, so it wasn't a packed theater, but it was it was decent lots enough. of other people. There's a decent crowd, and there's like eight of us there, and we're all sitting in the same row, and we're all just like comparing and like leaning over and just being like, "Ooh, there was the necklace, but does that count as a close up of the necklace, or was it just in frame and stuff?" And we're like <laughs> discussing which bingo boxes to check. Yeah. And I'm not at the end of the row. My neighbor is at the end of the row. And uh, there's some just randos there. And they're just like, bro, do you have bingo? And he's just like, yeah, man, we got an extra one. You want one? <laughs> so he just <laughs> yeah, you told me. Grabbed, took one and passed it off to a total stranger. So we got total strangers playing Fast it's and a, Furious yeah. Bingo in the theater. We crossed off 23 out of 25 boxes. Fist bumps, high fives. We were yeah. losing our fucking minds wow. when a camera went inside the car. Yeah. Oh boy, what a moment. What an <laughs> absolute euphoric. Let's go. <laughs> Let's fucking go. <laughs> See, uh, and that's how you watch a movie. That's that how was, you watch those movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, like, part of that is like us having to bring some of ourselves to it, but like, oh, yeah. undeniable that we had an incredible time. Um, and then the other uh, very funny one uh, about, you know, someone yelling at the screen, <laughs> us going to see the first movie that I saw in theaters after COVID started re- loosening its restrictions mm-hmm. was The Green Knight, an A24 Ooh. film. Yeah. Which I, I really like. like. I like yes, that one I quite very a like. bit. I very but like. there was someone in that movie who was very confused about where he was because <laughs> he kept like, there would be like, uh, 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 Dev Patel is hallucinating because uh, he's just eaten some yeah. bad mushrooms and he has a vision of the Green Knight and the guy's just like, ooh, he's gonna get it. And it's just like, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> What movie do you think you're watching? <laughs> Apparently they don't know. Apparently they do not know. So every time like a sword comes out, he's just like, yeah, here we go. And it's just like get him. Get him. It's not that is not yeah, gonna... it's not that type of movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to tell you that you're watching the Green Knight. This is like just like watching This is high shake this is high Shakespeare, bro. I know. This is high Shakespeare. I was going to say, this is like wanting a gunfight in a Wes Anderson movie, but the Grand Budapest Hotel has yeah, that really the, excellent gunfight. 
I, I, okay, we don't have enough time. I, I was going to say, yeah. I, because that's another theater experience that I will never forget. Mm. Because that's, that's generally a good, okay, I have one last one because yeah. I want to end on a very poignant one. Because we're basically talking about like these grand ones where we're laughing and having a good time and stuff. But there is one time where I went to go see a movie Mm -hmm. and I had an experience where I was like, this almost made me cry in collectively, all of us. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it was going to see Arrival. Um, Denise Villeneuve. Yep. Um, I absolutely love that movie Mm -hmm. to death. (laughs) It is. And. Denis Villeneuve is basically the quiet, the quiet blockbuster guy. He's Mm -hmm. the one that we point to and say, okay, him and maybe a couple of other guys. And I'm talking like handful. Yeah. That can do blockbusters. Well, in this day and age where everything has to be big. And I'm like, no, you guys do it right. He is one of those people that does it right. He's obviously Mm -hmm. directing Dune and Dune part two comes out and it looks grand. I was like, yes, give it to me. Give it all to me. But when I went to go see Arrival, it is the quietest blockbuster I've ever seen in my life. And mm. it, it, the music is fantastic. The the acting is fantastic. The story itself, I think, is fantastic. I mean, it's literally a movie about language, language yep. arts. That's all it is. If you look back at it, it's like, wow, this movie is literally a language arts uh language arts discussion which i am fine with because that's what he does but i was like i went to go see that in theater and it was quiet for 99 percent of the movie you can hear a pin drop and Mm. i went to go see it in like a fairly packed theater and everybody was like this is so beautiful in like the best way possible not trying to be like you know overly pompous or something but they're like this movie is like incredible how he did this it's so like the best way I can describe it is boisterously quiet. <laughs> well, it's and, it's grand without being loud. Yes. And that was one of the best movie theater experiences I've ever had in my life. Mm. And I'm like, if everything could be like this and everything has been like this when I went to go see uh, his movies like yeah. Dune, Blade Runner. Which yep. I seem to love and all of my friends hate it. No, <laughs> that like, movie fucking rules. They're they, wrong. Yeah, they are. I tell them all the time. They're You guys are wrong. You guys are like, wrong. They, I love this. This is what I've been waiting for, guys. But anyway, all of his movies, I've had a great time. Like Dune, I went to go see an IMAX. And I was mm-hmm. like, blow that in my face. Just fart in my face, why don't you? <laughs> With all this stuff that you make. Put it in there. And I was like, yes. And I can't wait for Dune Part 2 because this is that's exactly the experience I want. So, yes. It's not all fun and games. Sometimes it's very poignant. Like the time I went to go see Tintin, uh, uh, Secret of the Unicorn, and I was the only one in the theater. So I sat right in the front row and I experienced it. And I, was, I had myself a good old time. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all I have to say about this stuff. We're getting, we're getting there. So. Awesome. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, even with all that, like, I feel like there's definitely some stones that we left unturned. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. You can you can have a lot of weird and interesting and diverse experiences with uh, at a movie theater. And I didn't even talk about someone trying to touch your dick. <laughs> 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 no, I had to 
said that. I was going to say, you're talking about who grew up in the 70s again? I've like never had the, my like dick touched. Theaters? I've the never had theaters? my dick touched at a movie theater, and I think I want to keep it that way. <laughs> I was about to say, uh, what kind of theater have you been in lately, sir? <laughs> well, you know, sometimes people, people get, you know... You know, I, you, know, I, you know, you know, I'm going to choose not to clarify. That. I was going to say, like, you know, you know, you know, yeah. if you know, you, you know. know, if you know, you know, yeah, <laughs> you know, wait, right? say no you more, know. say no more. Yep. Yeah. OK. Uh, anyway, <laughs> if, you, if you've enjoyed this show. <laughs> If you've enjoyed this show, uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I was about to say that. Oh, the brain cells back. Yes, I was oh. about to say sorry. Oh, it ping-ponged back to you. I was wondering where it went. It definitely left me for a moment there. <laughs> uh, uh, if you have enjoyed this show, what can you do? Word of mouth is the only way that we grow, so please tell someone who... Uh, you think might be interested and enjoy our banter. If you've enjoyed listening, please give us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts, Podcast Addict, or wherever else podcasts are rated. Yeah. If you have any questions, comments, or have a suggestion for a topic for an episode, send us an email over at halftonetakes at gmail.com. Yeah. I have been Adam Bucheri. I'm an animator and game designer. Uh, and certified donkey brains. <laughs> certified. <laughs> certified movie goer. If you uh, want to check out some of my other work, you can find my tabletop games over at boocherry.itch.io. That is bo- boo like ghost, cherry like fruit. Itch.io. That is bow like boat, cherry like chair. That is bow like boat, flex like flex. <laughs> bow flex. Bow flex. It's a total body workout. <laughs> For four payments of $19.99.99, you can get bow flex at. <laughs> That is not my name. My name has been Corey Revis, mm-hmm. <laughs> illustrator and comic creator. You can find me on Instagram at E A R T H U R underscore O N E. Yes, that's one. So Earther One. Earther yes. One. Earther One. Check out my comic. It's on Webtoons. It's called Dawn of Time. You yeah. should check out that comic. Yes, I'll be uh, posting a new page soon. And I'm talking soon as in probably next week. Yeah. Hype. I check it for updates frequently. Yes. Unfortunately, uh, I have been very busy lately uh, with getting some other personal stuff together. But no apologies. I am... <laughs> no Apology apologies. rejected. <laughs> I'm going to kill you every time you don't <laughs> upload a page on time. Every time that you apologize, I'll kill you. <laughs> I'll kill you. I'll kill you. But anyway, yes. I, we hope you liked this episode. This was actually a really fun episode. Um, yeah, I um, had a good time. This uh, th- we could talk endlessly about theater experiences. What are your What are some of your theater experiences? Please send us uh, some of those in the comments or the email. Uh, honestly, we really want to hear them because this is a communal experience. This is definitely a communal thing. I and, feel very confident saying that everyone has at least one weird story. Yeah. Yeah. The weirder, the better. It's always, <laughs> it's always a good time mm-hmm. um, or epic, either weird or epic. We don't want any lame stories. We don't want any of that. I Keep want that lame home. stories. Give no. me the boringest story. No, no, don't listen to him. I don't want no lame stories. You keep that shit at home. Every <laughs> time you don't tell me a lame story, I'll kill, I'll kill you. you. <laughs> <laughs>
I'll kill you. I'll kill you. I'm going to kill this episode. I'm killing it. <laughs> I'm going to kill this phone call in the middle of this sentence. little run around for years now but the truth of the matter is none of us are getting any younger that old clocks are ticking quite right <laughs> boo and we thought that eventually we'd want to add another joker junior to our merry brood so say hello batman to my new son jared leto <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Joker family. It's time for us to K-I-L-L, the B-A-T-M-A-N. <laughs> what are you guys talking about? Don't worry about it, Jared. We have to spell around Jared, otherwise he gets excited. 